0: Everybody, what's going on? Uh, Rob Sesternino here, and we are with our week one of the Circle Roundtable streaming live here on Rob Has a Podcast. And uh, I'm so excited to bring in our esteemed Circle panel here. We are streaming live. First, let me welcome in a man who has recapped every episode of the Circle so far, Mr. Taryn Armstrong. Taryn, how are you?
1: i'm doing really really great very excited to be here uh we've got some wonderful people to talk circle with today
0: yes okay all right uh, of course uh let's get to uh some of our uh r- our regular panel here of people that you would have heard before on rob a podcast of course uh with us uh talking about people in a house for the first time jessica lease is here jessica how are you
2: I'm great, Rob. I'm just really glad that I didn't waste my lashes.
0: No, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Uh, A man who knows a thing or two about being catfished, Mr. Mike Bloom.
3: Here, Rob, as messy as Joey's cake work, ready to make a big old colorful situation in the circle
0: okay and also here with us we're we are so lucky we are so grateful to have here with us a uh, honest to goodness circle veteran from the uk season two of the circle please welcome the great tim wilson is here tim how are you
4: Hello, I'm, I'm so happy to be there, but it's incredibly late here in the UK. So <laughs> oh, I, I'm just about managing to keep awake. <laughs>
0: okay, all right. Uh, let us know if you need to buffer at all during the podcast, if you need <laughs> Tim, to go Tim, Tim,
3: do you need a big party? Do you need lights flashing and fun sunglasses to keep you up for a little while?
4: No, 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 no. I think I, 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 think I just need the, the, the incredible entertainment of your conversation.
0: <laughs> Taryn, <laughs> can you tell us how, how were you able to track down Tim?
1: Uh, well, I found him on Instagram, actually. Ah. <laughs> I uh, I sent him a message on Instagram, and he was uh, very responsive. And then we we got chatting on uh, on Skype.
4: Yep. A- 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 absolutely. I-, I love my Instagram. So um, <laughs> it's all new. It's all new to me. Okay. I, so- I hadn't any Instagram until about three months ago. Now, wow. <laughs> All right. Well,
0: Tim, if for anybody who doesn't know, Tim was from the UK season two of The Circle. Uh, We're not going to reveal any results from season two of The UK Circle. I know a lot of people still plan on watching it or have gotten hooked on The Circle and want even more and are watching it in between episodes. So we're not going to reveal any results. But Tim is here to lend his expertise on week one of The Circle. If you have not listened or if you have not seen the first four episodes of The Circle on Netflix, we will be talking about that and spoilers through the first four episodes, the first full week of The Circle. So come back and listen to us if that is not the case after you've seen the episodes. Of course, Taryn has episodes uh, one, two, and three up in our new, brand new Circle podcast feed at robinswebsite.com slash Circle Podcast. Uh, last I looked up to number 15 in the TV and film charts on iTunes. So make sure you subscribe, leave us feedback and uh, starrings. Taryn, uh, of course, uh, great job. Uh, you and I talked about episode one, great job with Haley Strong on episode two and Amon on episode three. It was so fun getting to hear you talk to Haley Strong, I feel like, for the first
1: time. I, I mean, I've, I've spoken to Haley Strong before. Yeah, but I feel like that
0: it's so rare to get that combination.
1: It is. I I enjoy. It. She's she's been on uh, some some live feed updates before, and I've always enjoyed that uh, that experience. But uh, always always a good uh, good time talking to to Haley. Okay. All right,
0: Jess. I know that the Circle. When I first found out that you were going to be on this uh, podcast, I was so excited because I feel like that this is not something that would uh, I would have thought was in your wheelhouse because you're famously not a Big Brother person. What drew you to the Circle?
2: Everybody's been raving about it, and. I've been very immersed in UK reality shows right now because I'm in the middle of an epic Great British Baking Show binge. Um, But everybody was saying this was a great show and you could check it out. And I've got Netflix and I don't have a whole lot going on right now. And I will say the people on this show are very big brothery. And I do kind of get why people gravitate toward it when they're coming from that world. But I'm also finding a lot to love about it.
0: Okay, and Mike Bloom, uh, your reaction to The Circle, U.S.?
3: So, in, in terms of my own background with the circle, you know, when I knew this was coming, I had binged a bit of the UK seasons and the first episode, particularly of the US follows the UK model to a T, especially in terms of like the course of events of here's someone masquerading as their girlfriend. The eliminated player is gonna have a get a chance to visit somebody. And you know, it does come from the same production company. So I think anyone who is worried about much like many British properties are bastardized by American production companies, I think people had those worries is assuaged uh, within the first episode. It's so interesting because I do agree with Jess that at least with this first episode, uh, you know, everyone really came in out of 10 Uh, and i think once we all cumulatively adjusted our volumes to a lower level we saw people calm down and i think really settle into the game as well i'm assuming maybe the eliminations brought some stakes into it but look at a character like joey for example i mean he's like a living jar of marinara sauce but by the end of the fourth episode yeah he's he's you know having like heart to hearts with miranda and i think that's a nice microcosm of how you get used to and I think you, you settle in with these characters where even if they do have more outlandish personalities, they either grow on you or they get ground down a bit by the stakes of the circle.
0: OK, and Tim, there the chat is so excited to see that you're here with us. Okay. Can you tell us your impressions of have the Americans ruined the circle yet? Oh, no, no,
4: no, 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 no. I think I um there, there, were, there were so, so many one liners popped out over these four episodes. Um, the, 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 the thing which really stuck in my mind is uh, that there, there was an extraordinary scene with Alana on the bed um, saying that you only have a first chance to make... Uh, you only have one chance to make a first impression. Um, I think she was unpacking at the time, but and she was she, she, she was posing extraordinarily. Um, <laughs> and, um, uh, and, but, but then, about two episodes later, um, Shubi um, says... I, I, I screwed it down somewhere. When I um, first impressions don't matter, and I thought <laughs> I, 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 I rather like I rather like his approach. Um, I, I, I I warmed to him so much over the uh, over the course of the first four episodes. I, I just think his smile is utterly engaging. Um, but but equally, um, as as the episodes have gone on, you've seen various characters sort of pop out. And, and Joey, as, as, as you said, is one who really pops out, and he sort of he, he inhabits the thing. And he's got so many sides to him, and it's so attractive. Um, I, I would say Shuby and Joey are unbelievably, unbelievably engaging.
3: Now, to you realize in saying that Joey's attractive, he's just entered your chat now, right, to start flirting with you? <laughs> he's Here doing the dance on his I'm
4: way. i bro? <laughs> <laughs> he's I mean, it, it it it's i say it's just engaging and and, and, and the, the point is with with the circle um i, I think unlike so many other games you sort, you sort of consciously are involved in two jobs you're you're involved in playing the game in the circle in the house and um, and then you're playing the game for the viewers and um and, and, and some people get that right and some people don't quite get that right um and and, and I think joey. And and, and should be absolutely hit the nail on the head, but certainly by episode four.
0: OK, so we're going to talk about uh, the week as a whole. But Taryn, uh, we need to discuss the big events from episode number four. And we lost another person from the circle. It was Antonio who became the second person out from the circle. Where, where did it all go wrong for Antonio.
1: I think that it's something that I think we were talking about even as early as episode one, which is that uh, his conversation style just seemed a little too transactional, Um, that when he was talking to people, they kind of got the sense that he was trying to get something from them. And that didn't work out too well for him. Um, and I know that's something that, uh, that Tim, that you have experience with, like, you know, when people are talking to you, and this is something that I pointed out is that I think that it's even more difficult to be strategic and, and try to play people over text because I think people have their guard up even more than they would in person. And so you have to be even more subtle. You can't do things like, oh, on one condition, I'll do this. We'll protect each other. You can't do things like, um, you know, say that, you know, I, I've got your back. You've got mine too, right? Uh, like it's just, it's too, it's too obvious. And people are going to be very like sketched out by that. They, they want, they don't want to feel like they're being played in any way.
4: Can, can, can I come in there? Because there's a, there's a second point to that, to, to, to the being played. The other thing, which is really difficult about texts um, in, in, in this sort of game, is humour doesn't work. Jokes mm-hmm. simply, simply go astray. And what was fascinating, I think it was Melanie um, had a she, she made she made a joke. I can't remember uh, uh, um, with Sammy uh, uh, suggesting yeah. Sammy was a catfish, mm-hmm. and Sammy took it very badly. Yeah. And in fact, there was a moment where I was looking at, I thought Sammy was crying. Mm. I don't think she was. I think she was just sort of pulling a face, but. Um, um, but, but, you know, my, my heart goes out to Sammy, of course. Um, and, and I've been in that situation. I know what it's like when somebody is is playing a joke, uh, sometimes quite an elaborate joke. Sometimes it, it, it's part of the story. Um, and, um, you know, in a way, the whole the whole game is a sort of um, big practical joke, a sort of Venus spas. Um, but it's very difficult to recover from that. And when you're on your own, you get very paranoid <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and sort of lost. And you think, "Oh, where is my reality?" These people are making sort of these the, the, the sort of jokes. I am I, I, the butt of their uh, of their humour, and you don't really have any an, an, any comeback. Um, so one has to be very careful about the jokes, and one has to be very careful um, about, about, about this t- transactional tone. And I think. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you entirely. I think Antonio um, misjudged that right at the beginning.
0: Yeah. Jess, do you have any thoughts about the rise and fall of Antonio, where he started the week as an influencer and ended up being the second person eliminated?
2: I, I do think that, I, to Terrence's point, I think he did speak in very transactional terms, but he also, he had this sort of con- thinly veiled contempt for everybody else, else in the house. <laughs> he thought he was playing everybody and it never occurred to him that somebody else would be playing him. And if they were trying, he felt like he was going to know that. And you would see these conversations and actually I'll tell you the moment that I was in on this show. I was all in on this show in the first episode when he is talking to Mercedes and they have this conversation and then they both step back from the conversation and you each see them say, I have this person right where I want them and I am, I'm in control and I'm manipulating them. And those two things can't both be true. Someone is the manipulator and somebody is the manipulatee and I think Antonio never stopped to think that. Other people were also playing the same game he is playing. They were also using the same tactics he was using. He just thought he'd come right in and be smarter than everybody all the time. I think it was his hubris that eventually got the better of him.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, when you walk in, I think the minute Antonio, because I'm going to use Alana's pronunciation of his name, <laughs> like he studied in Barcelona right before coming over. Um, but he I, does th- play basketball there. Right. But I don't know why she walked in with this, like, I don't know, like level 301 Spanish pronunciation when everyone else is like Antonio. It's fine. Uh, but I think the minute he lost was when he walked in with this player mentality. I mean, you hear it on the uh, way out. your like, life. He's like, keep it player. Keep it player. You know, player. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm going to take it like I have no hard feelings. I'm a player. Like, that's how he approached every single moment of the game, though. Right. It's like, hey, no hard feelings. We talk about this with other reality TV show contestants of how athletes it's a little bit of a double-edged sword where like they know to leave it on the court but at the same time in a game that's very interpersonal that's not great to divorce your emotions away from your gameplay and antonio does exactly that and as a result he comes across as so inauthentic to everybody that you know when he ends up falling at the bottom of the rankings he says oh that's just because i was the influencer but no people were like skeeved out by you even before you were at the top
0: yeah Taryn, going back to the anonymous questions that uh he did not do a great job in answering uh the the questions that were posed to him
1: yeah I mean the, we talked about like the strategy of of like how to ask a difficult question, and he got a difficult one, but his answer he didn't handle it super well uh we saw Mercedes kind of uh you know th- throw throw off a, a difficult question but uh but right, when Antonio was,
0: uh why uh who is who are, is your closest
1: ally here right? yeah like have you made any, or have you made any allies and if so who and at first he was like you know my only ally is I think he god. said with like the god um, and, but then he said uh, you know uh, I, I know no snitch um, which is just like a really sketchy thing to say um, like I think the only way to, to answer this question is to uh, either go like really genuine with it and be like look I've, I've made relationships with people you know I, I don't know about alliances but I've certainly you know made some friendships that I think I, I value. Um, or you can just kind of like jokingly sort of like, you know, throw it aside. But I don't think saying I, I ain't no snitch. <laughs> it implies that you're being really strategic and that you do have alliances. And if I'm not somebody that has an, a concrete alliance with Antonio, I'm really worried about that statement. <laughs>
0: Mike, we got to see where then Antonio got to go visit one of the other residents of the circle. Of course, we get the slow motion 60 frames per second walk to one of the rooms and he ends up going to go
3: visit Mercedes, but finds Karen instead. Yes, Uh, and I mean, Antonio's vocabulary was pretty much 60%, just the word no. That's pretty much all he said as soon as he walked in and saw Karen slash Mercedes. Karen's such an interesting person where, like, I love her as a character. I think she didn't make great decisions in the first couple episodes. I thought she did actually pretty well deflecting the catfish target that Antonio starts to throw off as a last-minute grenade uh, onto somebody else. But, I mean... (laughs) Yeah, they, they have a very interesting relationship to the point where she gives some very interesting advice to Antonio yeah, as he leaves. I actually have a circle. clip of that
0: uh, <laughs> for, for, for you, Mike. Uh, here is here is uh, the parting advice that Karen, aka Mercedes, had for Antonio.
1: Bro,
3: lower it down. Make sure you pull out if you feel a tingle. Don't make no illegitimate yeah, yeah. babies, bro. <laughs> Listen, I think we need Karen doing PSAs. Personally, Uh, I think you know we need any sort of uh, sex education going on, and whatever media needs to pervade people's minds. The circle is a very young, you know, uh, skewing show. I'm a little concerned by the tingle aspect of it personally.
0: First off, I'm pretty sure this is um, not the best advice uh, for a PSA. Like, I think I'm not a health educator, but I think that you know uh, that I, I I believe coitus interruptus is not the uh
1: recommended uh birth control you're saying don't pull out when you feel a tingle
3: well i'm i'm my thing is if you feel a tingle like if you feel a tingle someone's probably in there right
1: (laughs) like i'm very unnerved by the whole tingle aspect (laughs) of it all right well
2: (laughs) i'm unnerved by the direction this conversation it's one of
1: those things where like you heard her say it and i was like i'm pretty sure i understood what that meant but Like I felt like I must have missed some context for that. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it happen. You know, I'm not gonna
4: question it. I I think at that point, Claren, I I I was more obsessed with the grammar uh, at at, at the beginning because I I think Mercedes saying um uh something about alliances with who I think surely that should be with whom. (laughs) Um, Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, but, uh, but I, I, I was so I was so excited by when 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 Antonio goes into Mercedes' room. Did you notice how he sat opposite her? He didn't sit on the sofa. That was very uncomfortable. I felt. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's
1: and I think that they're trying to go for this where there's like a really stark contrast. I, I think that they generally try to do that between the person they're catfishing as and the real person so that when somebody walks in, they kind of feel uncomfortable. Like, who who even is this person? Um, it, I think it's probably kind of like a, a scary feeling to, to run into somebody that you did not expect to see. Um, but certainly, uh, you know, that's something that uh, I think that. I don't know. I I, so I think that like that's probably where the distance came from. Like, right. Like he's probably like, I don't even do I know who you are? (laughs) Right. Compare that to Alana sitting down on the sofa with Sammy. Right. Like, Mm
3: -hmm. as Tim said, it's all about body language and placement in the room where I think they both felt betrayed. But Antonio is like, oh, I thought I was closest with you, but now I don't even know you. And I thought that was a beautiful scene for Karen as well, because I think that. To, you know, her and Seaburn are really the two big catfishers at the moment, even though we're now introduced to Alex slash Adam at the end of this, which seems like the entire concept of summer stock just summed up in one person. <laughs> um, but I think that, you know, she really vocalizes something of her basically serving her time in the circle as like a representation of not judging a book by its cover. Whereas maybe Seaburn's going for a different sort of reasoning behind, you know, masquerading as Rebecca, Karen's almost doing it to sort of like send a message to herself and also to others.
1: I also think she has one of the more successful techniques when it comes to being a catfish, which is what she said in terms of I am being who I am. This is just the skin. Like this is just, you know, the, the, the face to it, but I'm being true to myself. um, Because I think that when people go in as a catfish, trying to be a different personality, they often run into problems where uh, it's hard to open up um, because it's a, it's a hollow shell. Right. Um, But if she's being herself, just, you know, with this face, it it kind of works uh better.
0: It, Jess, I thought that was a very moving moment between uh Karen and Antonio. I felt like that Antonio like kind of understood by the end of the conversation.
2: I, I feel like that scene has more impact if you've never seen the MTV series catfish, because that is literally the conversation they have at the end of every episode of MTV catfish. <laughs>
1: what is it well i i didn't want you to judge me based on my face you wouldn't have talked to
3: me if you would have seen exactly
1: yeah so go away by the way pull out
3: see you again (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) although
0: uh, i think it was a different version of the conversation we would have seen then if we would have seen antonio
1: go and visit seaburn taryn yeah, probably. I mean, I think like what you, what, so why why are you catfishing, bro? Um and he would have been like uh well, you know, I feel like uh, hot girls are more popular. So and I but I don't know. I feel like uh, Antonio probably would've been to like, me you know, if what? I was the real me. Respect. You know, I I, I get that hot girls are a lot more popular. I don't know. I feel like it might have gone the same way. I,
0: I don't I don't know if it would have gone the same way.
1: <laughs> Do you think he still
3: would have turned the knife at the last second in his video and been like, "Hey, by the way, there's a catfish here. Bye." It if, if
4: was, was interesting to Rebecca yeah Tim, what would you make of that i i, I found that astonishing um, and, and I was thinking but, but I also think I, I also think that Karen didn't really handle that as well as she could have done She, uh, she, she, she was immediately trying to distance herself from from the idea that, that she'd been visited, and certainly mm. if I, if I had been there in, 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 in the uh, apartment, I would have smelt a rat immediately. Um, and, I, and I, I think somebody might have already done so I, 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 I'm waiting to see what happens in the next few episodes because I think she might have betrayed herself
1: yeah like coming out in front of it and you know like uh, like no, nobody's talking about it but she feels the need to like, come out and be like yeah man her I'm just attempt, uh,
4: her second attempt was better than her first attempt her first attempt seemed to me to be very gauche Yeah, um, like the one with Chris yeah yeah, but the it, second it, one with who was the second one with? I can't remember who to the say. Second. The second one was with Chris. The first one was was with Sammy. Ah, yes. The first one with Sammy was really poor. The second one was a bit better. But, See, I um, thought that,
0: that the one with Sammy went okay. I thought the one with Chris. I thought that Chris walked away from that conversation being um, much more skeptical.
4: Oh, really? That's
1: I a- I kind of got that sense too. Hmm. I don't well, know. Also,
2: I, I, it's in the difference of how they express their suspicions i think uh, chris wears his heart on his sleeve a little bit harder than sammy does well
3: i I don't know i actually think i agree with tim i think the choice to reveal it to chris was a great idea because chris even a few days in the circle is the conduit of information right now he is the gossip girl and i feel like if you want information to spread if you want a rumor to run rampant you tell chris because chris Uh, is going to tell everybody
4: it's interesting isn't isn't chris tremendous actually um Just sort of so so lively. Mm.
3: I love I love his like first in last in or first in <laughs> and then first out method. Like I love how much he Irish goodbyes people because it's almost like he uses the technique of like leave them wanting more. Yeah. You know, and I think you guys talked about this in your in your premiere podcast. Obviously, I think the conversations are going on for much longer than the three minutes we see on screen. <laughs> yeah, but. But I think while it may come across like rude to other people to just have someone start a conversation and then leave it after five minutes, like Chris is a type of person that can pull that off. And he does it very cheekily, not referring to the time he ran uh, ass naked through the woods that one time. If he feels it tingle, Mike. Yeah, he pulls out.
0: (laughs) Uh, Just is Chris the master of the George Costanza of the uh, go out on a high note? That was the first
2: thing I thought of. Yeah. But I also – this is something I, – I heard somebody – I was reading through various people's impressions on social media today of the series so far. And a lot of people have said that it reminds them of playing a Survivor ORG. And I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but I know um, this is something that I have a tiny amount of experience with, and I knew immediately God. it was not for me. <laughs> but – in the survivor org world it is people behind a computer trying to play a reality game with other people and the thing you learn very quickly is you judge you judge How where you are in the game and where other people are in the game by who they keep mentioning and who you know they're talking to and whose name is being dropped by whom when you have conversations with them. And I think Chris is one of those people that you very quickly realize he's talking to everybody all the time. And you can tell that just by the number of people that mention him to other people. And so if you're paying attention, you could pick up on that fairly quickly.
4: Tim, how do you think that Chris is doing overall? Well I think I th- I think he's not doing badly. Um he's sort of riding the wave. Uh, that uh, that that's my impression. He's not um I, I I I don't I don't think he's um hmm do I think he's a winner? He could be. He could be. Um I think he's got a lot I think he's got a lot of character. I think he he comes across to me as sort of the joker in the pack at the moment. Yeah. Um very very entertaining and um I, 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 my, my hunch is that he's going to start making enemies, um, mm. and, and, and 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 that's more of a problem. He's he's quite outspoken, um, <laughs> and it's very entertaining. Um, um, but um, I'm, I, I'm I'm not completely convinced that um, that he's got everybody on, on on his side, nor nor does he try to. To, uh, to, to, to win people over. Yeah,
0: Taron, we saw in this episode that uh, the, the bromance of Shuby and Joey tried to add in uh, Chris as a third wheel, and he was uh, somewhat reluctant to be
1: a part of the guys' alliance. Yeah. And and Shuby seems to sort of like recognize that, uh, oh, is this the best? I I, I hate that we're doing this because he's just going to tell everyone about it. Um, And uh, so, yeah, I I feel like um, and I think he's probably right to be a little cautious. Um, I think that the more he branches out. Uh, the more dangerous he's going to find himself, uh, the more dangerous a position he's going to find himself in. Um, I think that being a, an influencer, being in the top spot is kind of a dangerous place to be because you immediately become a target, especially here in the U S where the players are thinking a little more strategically, thinking a little more cutthroat, um, I think that uh, now that he's been an influencer, people are going to start to recognize. Oh, everybody's good with Chris, um, and they might start voting him down. I really feel like the right the right spot to be is in that sweet spot, somewhere in the middle, where you're not really influencing, but you're still being protected by the people that are. And uh, that's where he was in the first round. But now in this second round, that he's uh, he's been boosted up there, I wonder how he's going to handle that.
0: Antonio mm-hmm. had it all right the fur the first night out. Yeah. He's- He's like oh I know this is bad for me I'm bad I'm an influencer Uh, it's
1: over uh, was it a self fulfilling prophecy Taryn I, I I think it was I mean I I think he was absolutely right to not want to be an influencer and I think that uh it like he knew it but he still couldn't stop it from like getting to his head and uh and putting him in the position that he probably like knew he was going to be it's it's like it's like knowing that you are like you have a character flaw and so you try to avoid being put in a situation where that character flaw is exposed but then ah, man I'm here and you can't help it but you know just let the power go to your head the target goes bigger and uh, and just like that you're out of the house yeah but I think that I think that Chris and Shuby lucked out here and look who's to say what's going
3: to happen tomorrow I do agree with Tim that I think Chris you know if he gets in this position again he sort of has he hasn't made deals with everybody but I think he's in so well with nearly everybody else that if he's in position again, it's like Shuby said here, like, I have to keep so many people safe that, like, I can't look myself in the mirror anymore. And Lord knows Chris is fine looking at himself in the mirror, uh, as is Joey. So, like, there's no problem with that. But I think they lucked out here in that I wouldn't say Antonio was like a house target for everybody in the circle. But like, I feel like he was a pretty easy pick. You know, like he had just sketched people out so much that it really didn't seem like anyone was extremely heartbroken. The most heartbroken seemed like Shuby himself, who got rid of him.
0: No, I think Joey was the most heartbroken once he <laughs> saw that, and he's like, "I'm telling you, he's a catfish," and, I'm, and then uh, I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. He wasn't a catfish. I thought he was. Oh my god. Everything Joey says
3: is in capital letters. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell Nightbot in the chat. No. Yeah, I was going to I can't wait for Joey to have a kid and just to be like, hush, little baby, don't say a word. I made you a cake, don't eat
0: it. You, Taryn, uh, that we may have been too hard on uh, Joey uh, the, fir- the first night out, but I really, he uh, seemed to have uh, come, come around uh, so well. Uh, he's a beloved
1: member of the circle. You know, I think Joey is like the most controversial uh, player on the show, and he's so divisive that there are some people that just hate Joey and that they really don't like him. In there the are fandom. some people, yes, in the fandom. Uh, there are some people that like didn't like him at first but came to love him. There are some people who just loved him right away and just love him to death. Um, and so it's 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 interesting. So it's, Tim seems to be somebody that uh, that is enjoying Joey. I I will say he's grown on me. Um, and you know, when he's not busy, it's like just drooling over the women, uh, I think that he's, he's pretty fun. And honestly, it's pretty fun to watch him drool over the women. Um, so,
3: uh, I mean, yeah. And, and even Chris, yeah. Well, I think to your point, though, Taryn, like, that's a character flaw of his, though, right? Like, what I like about Joey is he'll do something and then immediately say, like, that was stupid for me to do. Like, when he's like, I'm only right 25% of the time. This was a stupid guess on my part. I can't believe I did this. Uh, Or even, like, when he's flirting with the girls, he'd be like, I'm putting out a line. This is a really stupid thing I'm saying. Like, he is so... Uh, self-examining that it's like it's very therapeutic almost to watch joey just completely unfiltered break himself down with everything he says jess what do you make of joey
2: um i saw him and i hated him on site mm-hmm. and then the more i get to know him like everything he says and everything he is about it goes against everything that i am and everything i am about and yet i kind of love the guy Like, he is hilarious. He's so entertaining. He's clearly, he was a get for them. Mm -hmm. Like, he's definitely making the show more entertaining. And weirdly, because he's so himself, I think everybody else in the house is responding to this. And he's making real connections. Like, I can't believe how quickly people open up to him. Like, when Miranda started telling him all about her past and her difficult family life. And it was just like, you've been in the house for 15 minutes at this point and something about him she, she just responds to him and wants to pour her heart out to him and I think it's it's really you want to root for that guy because he's a guy that will get to if he gets to the end he'll get there on his own merits and he'll get there by being him and I feel like that's what the show wants you to reward
0: yeah, when I first saw him in the cast, I was like, "Really, we're doing this?" Uh, Jersey Shore guy, yeah. uh, twenty. It's twenty
3: nineteen. Yeah, uh, we know how you feel about Jersey Shore people, Rob.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just feel like you know, what year is this that we're that we're doing this? this is the decade challenge? But uh, no, uh, <laughs> that he actually uh, seems to have like the biggest heart out of the. He loves. Everybody, you know, he got into a dust up with Antonio, but still in in his mind, he was like, all right, now I'm reaching out to this guy. I'm going to be for now. I'm going to make, make amends. And he really is, uh, you know, uh, with Shuby, uh, with with Chris, that uh, he has behaved in ways that uh, I think that were n- not how I thought he was going to be,
1: Taryn. I really, I really loved his his conversation with Miranda. That uh, where she opened up about like uh, you know her her foster situation and uh, you know because he was talking about his family and I thought that was a really sweet moment and to see him like genuinely respond to that uh, like he he does seem like he has a good heart like he he really cares for for her in that moment he, he cares for the people that he interacts with um, like when he sees. Uh, you you know, Chris's new picture. He's like, yes, that's amazing. I love that. Uh, like he's just so full of excitement for all of the people there, except for Antonio. Just as long as it's not Antonio, he's all about it.
3: Which makes me very worried for our guy that's coming in. Cause it seems like <laughs> yeah. the way that Alex is taking on Adam is I want him to be sex pot man whore whereas like those are the things those are the things we don't like about joey right and i think that if he's not able to bring in that like positive heartwarming relatable aspects of his personality that's what people really like about joey both in and out of the show so if you're not bringing that to your quote-unquote persona it might not wear well on this group
2: there's one more thing i think is very interesting about joey um and that is he is kind of he's kind of a horn dog and he certainly he kind loves of, the yeah. ladies but he was hardcore flirting with chris and that was surprising <laughs> to see come out of him I think he flirts with anybody. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, he's an equal opportunity flirtist, and I yeah, kind of love that too. He gets a phone
0: call, and it's like, uh, uh, Hi, sir, I have an incredible credit card offer for you. Are you kidding me? You sound like you're such an incredible person. I would love, what are you doing later tonight? Doing well, that's why,
3: that's why he wasn't able to decorate the cake. He was too busy flirting with it for most of the time caressing it <laughs> exactly oh i too bad you're so undressed right now i don't want to put frosting on you <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay uh, t- uh i believe we have tim back with us oh,
4: uh, I'm, I'm so sorry tim We thought
0: you were blocked from us
4: no i i i i think i had a little technical problem with um with british electricity oh yeah.
0: boy okay <laughs> we weren't sure if you were pulling a chris and uh leaving us wanting more the seabird oh
3: <laughs> and then doing like a seaburn is like a, a humanized gif right like he has all the reactions he dances he like wears little uh like bigfoot slippers he's moving all over they, that freaking yes, are, are, are those bigfoot
0: slippers or those Wookie slippers
2: i hope they're wookiee slippers but i think they are generic furry animal slippers
0: mm-hmm.
2: what do you make of his onesie I, I think they are the perfect compliment to the onesie. <laughs> and I, I feel like if I'm going on the circle, I'm dressing for comfort too. Like onesies all day, every day. Yeah. Why not? Like they say, get dressed up for the party. Okay. I'll go put on my other onesie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Should we, should we, uh, should we try <laughs> Tim one more time Is that, uh, let's, let's see. Okay. Tim. Can, Can you hear, hear us? us? Message to Tim. <laughs>
2: Can you hear us? Send.
0: Message to Tim. We see you. Can you? Hear, eyes emoji. Can you hear us? Question mark. Um, shrug emoji. <laughs> he walked away.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is the perfect like twenty twenty podcast. By the way, I think this is a great start.
2: <laughs> I feel like it's the perfect circle podcast too. Mm. Um. Can I
0: uh, (laughs) have a a random observation about the, the circle? I feel like that the people in the circle don't know how to use hashtags or don't know what a hashtag is.
1: I'm, I mean I guess so I I, I think I'm just I'm, I'm used to I think I was introduced to the whole like hashtag in a conversation thing yeah. uh, in the UK version where I was like oh maybe that's just a thing in the UK and now they're doing it here and I'm like well it's the thing they do on the circle um, but uh, I don't yeah it's, I don't think it's something that I do very <laughs> yeah. much in like, conversation there, there's
0: no trending topics uh, there's no <laughs> there's nothing that you what? can like cl- you know see more of these topics in this episode this episode four the, the five following hashtags were used hashtag i won't forget you hashtag still nervous though hashtag here for you hashtag destiny's child heart emoji hashtag the real deal hashtag, a lot. hashtag proud mama's boy hashtag feeling strong hashtag girl code hashtag virtual hugs hashtag sucking in my gut now, that one i might use
3: well, I would say aside from the last one, those feel like things that like Russian bots would use to like try to catch on everyone's thing of like hashtag loving life, hashtag living my face or, you know, whatever you might do. Other sort of platitudes uh, to yeah. just use as a catch all. Well,
2: because- linguistically, this is an interesting moment because I feel like this echoes the way that people are communicating off of Twitter now. I think people have kind of incorporated the hashtags into like even their regular speech, face to face speech. I don't know if you guys know what that is. But sometimes people <laughs> yeah. out in the world, like this, like the three of you, yeah. Probably. yeah, like this through a camera, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, like this. Um, but I, I've heard people use hashtags like while well, they are just having a real conversation with someone. And if I'm hearing it in my like grizzled Gen Xer world, mm-hmm. the kids are definitely doing it, yeah, like hashtag sorry, not sorry. Hashtag sorry not sorry. Hashtag goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hashtag fire. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it seems to be a way to include a sentiment that cannot easily be put into a sentence because it's not super like it's not easily related to the actual sentence. So it's like uh, like you're trying to contextualize what you say. In fact, Miranda should probably be using more hashtags because she keeps getting misinterpreted. So yeah. I feel like if she had put um, uh, well, she did put a hashtag, didn't she? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> hey Tim. Oh now, now we can't no, hear we can't, you. No. We can see you. Oh we can see. We can't hear you. Tim. This, this is you a may, comedy of need, errors. You may need to select uh, a, a different microphone, or or the microphone that you are using. Um, there should be an option at the bottom of the uh, of the page. <laughs>
0: okay, all right. Uh, you know we haven't talked much about Miranda. Uh, Mike, do you have any thoughts about uh, new edition, Miranda?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm so intrigued by her. I'm so happy that we saw this different side of her uh in this episode. I mean, granted, she has a lot of different sides to her. Uh I'm not entirely sure how a I lot feel. Different looks. Yeah, I wonder how much uh and you know maybe Tim when he's given the power of speech would we'll be able to talk this about you know what pictures yeah. you're able to choose from but either she got handed a crappy hand with a b- bunch of different looks or she basically said like yeah let me pick like one from each different yeah. era a Miranda.
0: Tim you could also message us in the chat and then we'll tell we'll read your type of <laughs> messages <laughs> <to> <laughs> say. no problem to Tim's message Okay, alright in the pri- in the <laughs> private chat you can send us a message we'll have our <laughs> incoming messages from Tim uh, Jess uh, how do you feel about Miranda I a.k.a. Randy.
2: Well, I think Miranda has this problem, and I feel like someone needs to give a, a name to this as well. She has the problem where she looks like a completely different person in every photo ever taken of her. Yeah, that's so weird. I And it's a problem I have as well. Like, I've never seen a photograph of myself that looks like me, because... I I don't even know. It's just something that's a thing about your face that you sometimes have. And I think it's hurting her right now because she really, she looks very catfishy. Part of it is because she changes her look all the time, but she also like she could remedy that. And the most hilarious thing I found about Miranda and, uh, when she's first selecting her first profile pic, she says, I don't think I want to show off my tattoos because I don't want to show that side of me. Not yet. Oh, come on. It's freaking 2020. Like 40-year-old former Sunday school teachers have tattoos. It's it's a thing. It's not going to... People aren't going to think you're some sort of edgelord because you have some ink. Although it did come back to bite her later because she's got one picture. It's like before she got the one tattoo on her knee. Yeah. and <laughs> yep. That's a problem too because she has some old photos in there and I I feel like all your social media photos should be putting your best, most recent foot forward
0: okay. yes, uh, uh, message from Tim. Uh, oh. Tim says, oh, absolutely. Her photos all look like someone else. But I loved the real Miranda.
1: <laughs> also, Are we going to get some hashtags in these two?
0: And that's another message from Tim. Almost everyone seems to have tattoos. Yeah.
1: Good point, Tim. I, Hey, it's keep, a good can't point. Keep him out of the game too long. He's back in the circle already. <laughs> I, I I love Miranda. I I was like not not sure about where I stood on her, but like she seems to just be like a really genuine, sweet person. Um, and I think it's hilarious that she keeps getting like dramatically misinterpreted in every conversation that she's in. Um, but I, I actually really like her. I, I think she she's a good addition. What yeah. do you make of the, uh, the one of the final acts of the episode, the
3: bet between her and Sammy Chekhov's uh, suggestive emoji bet of who's going to get Joey? Give <laughs> me the first person to get Joey to send a Could suggestive emoji.
2: <laughs> well, how are I they going to know anyway? Like, who's adjudicating this?
1: Yeah. What, what is the most suggestive emoji emoji possible? Uh,
0: there's a good SNL sketch uh, about this uh, from uh, the Sarah Lee uh, social media department. Mm. <laughs> but I believe it's uh, eggplant, eggplant, uh, ghost, uh, water, uh, yeah. car crash, right?
3: I think if someone says, like, uh, remove all toxic from Circle Community, then I think <laughs> we'll know someone's a fan of that sketch. <laughs> or, if, yeah. or if you have Karen come in and just say, like, nope, pull out, no emojis, Joey, stop it. Yeah.
2: Well, I heard you are supposed to pull out.
3: That's true. You feel a tingle in the chat. Pull out of it.
0: Okay. uh, We have some messages from Tim. Uh, (laughs) Tim says, her speaking voice is charming. (laughs) I loved her. Oh, uh, isn't that bet shocking? Uh, Miranda seems so confident. Uh, And
3: uh, Tim says also, pull out or tingle. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's the amazing raised detour choice we never knew we needed until now oh,
2: each has its own pros and cons <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I agree about
3: her voice though she has a very uh, very calming voice
0: yes <laughs> Tim says a message from Tim uh, Antonia will live on clearly uh, we haven't talked uh, Too much about uh, Rebecca, a.k.a. Seaburn uh, uh, How do you think uh, Rebecca stands After one week in the game?
3: So it's interesting because I feel like Seaburn has started off on a really good foot. I really do believe in the Seaburn-Shubi alliance. I think that they're two very good-natured individuals. And I think if you're looking for two people who are definitely going to watch out for each other, I think Shubi learned the hard way, like how he's going to have to prioritize allies, literally ranking them. But I think he's most loyal to Rebecca. My worry with Rebecca is she's very much presenting this girl next door, ho-hum, little old me, persona and i just wonder if seaburn's going to be able to keep that you know persona going throughout the great thing about karen is that as she said it's me just with a different face it seems like seaburn is trying to create an entire you know personality uh, from rebecca and i just wonder how undercover he's
1: going to be able to stay especially when the pressure's applied yeah it's a dramatic difference too because the seaburn that we see is like what like he's so yes. animated yep. and he's so reactive and he's like like super funny and great. Um, but he but, but Rebecca is a uh, very like calm and and sweet and shy. Um, and it's it's a really dramatic difference. Um, in in terms of personality, so I, I do wonder how long this can go for because it seems like they are already noticing how quiet uh, Rebecca seems to be, which tends to be like the first sign that the uh, the catfish is slipping. Um, it's. Uh, when somebody's being quiet that tends to be they tend to be a a catfish
0: message from tim rebecca is a bit quiet uh but seaburn is lovely in every way he's playing this one very carefully he knows rebecca well of course that reminds me of season one of the british circle
1: Mm. also had onesies
0: another message from tim also his cake was spectacular uh and he is in touch with his feminine side Yes, uh, the shy thing and the twin thing.
3: Yeah, he did have a nice recovery in the AMA where essentially he had the first bullet fired his way of like, are you really shy or is this a put on or are you trying to fake a personality? And he comes up with this thing. I think dropping the twin thing right there is great because it's a nice quirk that he can talk about. And from what I my research is, I believe that the actual Rebecca is a twin too, oh. so it's not something he's fabricating. He's not going through the Antonio resume list of where he went to high school <laughs> and college. Uh, so I think that, you know, he's, he's got obviously he has his sources, uh, which is also something he has a benefit over than someone like Karen, who just picked this random girl named Mercedes and doesn't necessarily know what her personal background is, aside from what Karen's background is. Well, I think
2: that could be tougher, too. I think Mercedes is more of an empty shell, and she can be more of herself, but I think Seaburn might get tricked tripped up trying to be Rebecca. And I think that's where he's going to stumble. And at first, I thought I thought it was the other way around. I thought just picking a rando and trying to populate it with fiction is the wrong tack. But I'm coming around to the fact that Seaburn's going to have more trouble trying to be a real person and trying to infuse real Rebecca into fake Rebecca. I think I think that's more trouble. I think I think you got to just do the Karen thing and be yourself in the empty shell of your catfish persona.
0: Another message from Tim. He says, uh, <laughs> oh, there was a conversation with Mercedes uh, where Alana wanted to suggest that Rebecca was a catfish and then it didn't develop that. Uh, do you recall that or am I projecting something here?
1: There was, so Alana visited Sammy when she was eliminated and talked about that she thought Rebecca was a catfish because she asked if Chris was cute. Um, and then oh, right. Rebecca was talking to Sammy, uh, trying to avert suspicion about who Antonio visited. And so she threw some suspicion at uh, Rebecca, saying that maybe it was Rebecca that Antonio had visited and that maybe Rebecca is a catfish. And Sammy, who, with the knowledge that she had from Alana, uh, was kind of like, oh, I, I kind of do see that. I wonder if that's uh, that's a thing. I I, I do think that uh, that Rebecca is going to have some trouble uh, moving forward in terms of keeping it uh, on the down low that uh, that he is actually a catfish.
2: I have a question about catfishers, Um, and I wonder if this is a thing that is allowed in the world of the circle now out on twitter we have so many people that have created these novelty twitter accounts where they are embodying inanimate objects like we have one who's pretending to be rob's podcast bell we have someone who's pretending to be his mug and not even like you know out in the further world of of rob even beyond the I mean, insular world. more
0: Terrans at this point
2: yeah i think there is <laughs> there's like there. a there's like a robot Terran. and here's my question could you go on the circle and catfish as an inanimate object, and just like put mm. it out front. Like okay. I am, I am this bottle of water, and everything. <laughs> like you must call me. You must call me the water bottle. Uh, Wendy's is is in the circle,
3: yep. and here comes Joey. Like, oh man, I want a number two. Yeah. I'm
2: going to take the label off the water bottle and show uh, it to Joey. He's going to be so aroused. Coming, I want to
0: supersize everything. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I'll take how many? Th- it how many things I have to do to get
3: some free spicy nugs? What do I have to do? Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's great though because I like that idea. You could also masquerade as like what's a universally beloved thing like pizza. Right. You could be like, hey, I'm pizza. Like, talk to me about anything you want to. Uh, And so maybe from that capacity, you're really universally appealing to the masses at large. Yeah.
0: But uh, I mean, Taryn, I mean, uh, they they could Big Brother Canada this thing uh, all the way to the bank and uh, get a couple of these product placement deals to
1: (laughs) be in the circle. Maybe somebody should go on as Wendy from (laughs) Wendy's.
2: Like, this is really me. This is my real
1: photograph. Product placement. Well,
3: actually, I think, Taryn, you have a great idea. I think season two, U.S. of the Circle, if they really, you know, need sponsors, bring in all the people behind those snarky corporate accounts and have them play the Circle as their corporate mascots.
2: Oh, you got Moon Pie, you got (laughs) Wendy's, you got...
1: Uh, it would be a little bit like that, like, really, really terrible movie where uh, it takes place, like, in a store and it's all, like, the brand names, like, Mr. Clean.
2: Oh, and yeah, yeah, um, oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's not a real thing. No, it's a real thing. Charlie like Sheen plays a doo-doo movie. dog. Yeah, and he I plays think, a what? dog. And the animation looks
1: like it's from, like, the 80s. <laughs> that's so, like, not 3D a real animation. thing. Food fight. Food fight. Food that's fight. What it's yeah, that's Food
0: it. <laughs> it's a terrible movie.
1: It's the worst.
0: Uh, Speaking of the food fight, uh, let's talk about the uh, game from uh, this latest episode, Nailed It or Failed It. Uh, Jess, as our resident baker on the panel, uh, (laughs) what do you think about the cakes that were made?
2: Uh, Paul Hollywood would not be impressed with any of these people's cakes
3: (laughs) Would
0: he he give give Joey a handshake?
2: Yeah, there would be no handshakes given out to anybody. Cake boss, I
0: would give you way more than a handshake if you know what I mean,
1: okay, (laughs) cake boss Um, there's a message from tim uh that i that i'm enjoying here uh tim says joey's was brilliant looked pre-digested <laughs> i also loved joey's cake i feel uh, like joey's cake should have won yeah
2: i think Shuby's cake with the conceptual art should have won yeah
1: <laughs> should just completely like
3: skewing the initial concept of like i'm just gonna make my own cake
2: Yeah, I mean, you got to entertain banana
1: in it. You should have shown like the whole workspace because it was really it wasn't just a cake. It was a full, full like uh, concept art of the entire kitchen. The
0: Joey cake was like a crime scene of it. It looked like in like one of those like mafia (laughs) movies where they just get done, like uh, putting the body through the grinder, like the 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 apron on. And he's just sitting back covered in goo. Uh, This was uh, looked like that we need CSI to come in. Yeah, we like got the bond on killer on lock.
3: He's here in this apartment.
2: Here's another thing I'm wondering, and maybe the producers would have put a stop to this. Could you have used the cake challenge to send a message to somebody else? Oh. Like, man. I'm thinking of the way that Joey is clearly, like, modeling this after the horse head that gets left in the bed at the beginning of The Godfather. <laughs> Could yeah. you, and, and Shuby spells out, like, his, his social media hashtag that he's trying to make happen or something. Social media. Could Medusa. you... Yeah, could you spell something out on the cake like a Rebecca is a catfish or something? Not Penny's would you be allowed boat. to do that?
1: Like, yeah, uh, that, I, I mean, I think that would definitely be allowed. Uh, something similar has happened in, in previous seasons on in the UK. Uh-huh. Aha, okay. so, yeah, and it's caused drama. So.
3: Yeah. So I've- wait, so so in terms of this cake design, I mean, was it cake? Or was it, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if this was actual was it cake edible? they were working. Yeah, or was it like styrofoam that you used to make like the solar system? The you top know? layer
2: was real cake. I feel like because you had to stack the rainbow layers, but the bottom layer looked like the styrofoam that you put in the window of the bakery.
3: Mm. Yeah, because I was thinking like when they said make a cake, I thought that was a huge daunting task because I thought they had to actually bake the cake first. But no, they've been given literally everything and they just said, go with it. And Joey Went with it very, yeah. very hard with his hands.
0: <laughs> that, do they have ovens? one way, Mike. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I don't I think just, they have ovens. I yeah. think
2: they just have like a stovetop.
0: Well, t- it's Aaron that if they had to bake the cake uh, that we couldn't lo- do it without Chef Antonio.
1: Oh obviously, um, I mean, they all, you know, unfortunately, we're not able to get advice about how to uh, make the cake or poached eggs. Um, so he
3: doesn't that, even
2: know how to poach an egg. He says, no. right. well,
3: listen, Jesse you knows how to make what? Hot dog, hamburger and ice cream. Those are his three things, right?
2: <laughs> I guess if it's not if it's not an emoji, he doesn't know how to make it.
0: that's that's it
3: i I just love what love have uh, what was it miranda's like how to poach egg? he's like okay what you want to do is take a hot dog put it on a bun
1: and there you go that's a poached egg Mm -hmm. chef antonio i'm a player yeah Yeah. don't bother with all that that fancy stuff uh just uh grab some french fries (laughs) and uh put some ketchup on them you're good (laughs) you want to make an omelet just go into the
3: freezer grab some ice cream that's your omelet yeah,
2: this is everything that's wrong with with Antonio in general here is he thinks that he because he can put something in the microwave that makes him a chef. And that's I feel like a perfect encapsulation of who he is as a person.
0: hmm. OK, uh, we have our new contestant who is entering uh, the circle. Uh, Mike uh, brought him up earlier, but I guess uh, let, let's uh, talk about uh, Alex. Uh, and, and what what is his uh, his name that he's going as, Mike? Adam. Adam. And he is so screwed. I, why can't he be Alex? Like, I would, like, uh, like, do you have to come up with a fake name? Like, nobody knows his real name is Alex.
3: That's so interesting because, like, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm someone who, like, doesn't, you know, I'm someone who just slips under the radar, but, like, he's he dresses a certain way he says he's a artist and a cheese monger he has so many interesting conversation points and that's all going to get glossed over to his effect to be like this modely man bro yeah uh cheese monger, is that it's like a fishmonger, mike yeah i mean i don't know how many dances you do uh maybe antonio can teach you what to do with the cheese most likely just put it on a burger but i'm assuming that's what he does but he is un- unemployed at the moment so maybe the cheese business has gone south
0: okay uh Just a message from Tim. Uh, I loved his trousers. He was a big fan of uh, Alex's trousers.
2: Those are the worst freaking pants I've ever seen (laughs) in my entire life. Tim disagrees. Yeah, I, I think Tim and I would have to be on opposite sides of that debate. And I'm taking the con. Yeah, he didn't make the pro.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought that maybe they were the bottom part to uh c uh Chewbacca costume, maybe <laughs> that, that was part of it.
2: So did everybody get one piece of the costume <laughs> just like everybody got different party favors?
0: Maybe <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh Tim is back. Uh
4: Tim, can we hear you yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wait. I think I got <laughs> I'm no longer mute and you're about to stop. I'm so sorry.
2: Everybody's <laughs> reacting like
4: Seaburn here. <laughs> I, I was going to, I, I don't know whether I caught, I caught it, but I, I, I hope you've commented on his wonderful trousers, which looked <laughs> yes, culottes <laughs> and some sort of sack. Um, I'm sure they're going to feature heavily in future, in future programs.
3: <laughs> I would not be surprised if he has a cape. I feel like he's the kind of guy who has a cape, unironically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, that tracks.
4: I, 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 I think he's extraordinary.
0: Okay, well, Tim, tell us about what his presentation and his plan. Uh, do you think that this is going to be successful for Alex coming
4: in as a uh, heartthrob, yes, Adam? Adam? Yes. Well, um, I, I, I think it suffers from the same thing. Uh, actually, that that comes up again and again if somebody thinks, oh, a pretty person is going to be more successful. Because in the end, they're going to get to a point where the lie cannot be sustained. Um, and, and, and and the people who, who who are going to have an easier run are those who are playing themselves. Um, I mean, even that is difficult, but it's so hard to lie for a month. Mm-hmm.
1: That,
4: yeah. that, that, I think, is the problem. And, so, and I
1: feel... Yeah, I feel like especially, um, and I don't know exactly what Alex's intentions are here, but um, I, I've I've normally found that people coming in as a catfish later on, um, they 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 usually just they're so excited to pretend to be somebody that they really just give the game away right away, especially to people who have been playing for a little while and kind of have mm-hmm. their their sea legs their circle legs uh, right. already. Uh, yeah, and so um, like if he goes in there trying to be like. Like what's up fellow bros i I do work out all the
4: time uh, it's It's not gonna work out for him well, sorry, sorry. Can, can, can i can I add to that because um the disadvantage that he has is he is new mm-hmm. and this is a new game for him it's not a new game for them, yeah.
3: Well, Tim, I was going to ask because uh, Adam is somebody, or Alex is somebody who is married. He's recently married, and but he is going to be masquerading as single. And we've seen, you know, uh, Antonio was in a relationship, uh, Mercedes slash Karen is in a relationship. uh, Obviously, not to the extent that Alex is. But but what do you make of the decision for all these people to sort of decide to erase their status? Feeling like okay, if you're in the circle, you need to be single in order to thrive.
4: I would find that really uncomfortable if I were their partner. Um, I would think, well, where are you going with this um, is, is Is this some sort of coded message and I, 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 would, I would find that, I, I would find that dreadfully difficult to take watching watching my partner on the television pretending to be single I think it 's interesting
1: too because I think that we 're seeing it much more often in the u s version than we did in the u k version where basically. I don't think there's a single person who has gone into the circle so far in the U.S. version who has said, I'm in a relationship, even though there's been at least three people who actually are. They've all said that they're single. Um, and uh, I, I can't even remember a single time other than like just blatant catfishes uh, in the U.K. where somebody just intentionally avoided saying that they were in a relationship. Um, and I, I've, not, I've noticed also that there are, all of the conversations tend to be very flirty, very flirt heavy all the time, everywhere in this U.S. version. And it does make me wonder a little bit if uh, if that if there's a cultural difference here at all, that the Americans really feel the need to be single and flirty because that's how they communicate.
4: But, but Miranda specifically says she's going to be flirty, doesn't she? Yeah. On quite a number of occasions. She's actually very good at it.
3: And I, I wonder if that comes down to the uh, the age discrepancy or lack thereof. You know, I think I've seen a lot of praise for this cast, but I think one of the sticking points, it's especially compared to the UK version, it does seem like everyone we've had so far ranges from their early twenties to Karen's the oldest, and she's thirty seven. And I wonder if it's just because they're observing the people in the pictures around them, which are people in their mid to late twenties. You think, right. okay, this is the reality TV adage of like bringing in young, sexy singles to you know talk with one another. Whereas the British series, I mean. Tim, uh, you're you're an example of that. As I, well. I,
4: I, I, think, I think it was a, I, I, I think it was very unusual casting in in, in my case. I, oh, I interesting. Think was, there were two of us of the same age, but it was unusual. Uh, so
3: you so you think it, it's the circle is more so suited from a casting perspective, more so towards those like twenties to early thirties people.
4: I think so, and and, and that's the audience. It, it seems to be attracting as well. So um, uh, yeah, and and and, and, and the. The, um, the, the American cast seems to have such range in it already, mm. you know, e- e- even within that um, age bracket. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I've, I've really been enjoying the cast. I think there's uh, a lot of diverse uh, personality, uh, uh, background, um, like it's, it's really, really interesting uh, dynamics happening on the circle. And I, I, I genuinely feel like this is one of the best casts I've just seen in the in U.S. reality, at least, um, in a while, having seen a lot of Survivor and Big Brother, I, I do like Survivor cast a lot, but uh, it's really surprised me in, in a good way that uh, I usually do look for like bigger age uh, diversity in cast because I do like a bigger age diversity. But I, I I agree, I don't think it's as necessary here. I feel like it's actually working
4: pretty well, um, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. Could, could 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 I add something else on on the back of that? That something which see, which which I notice in the series in, the, in, in in all four episodes is this some um, interest in friendship. Mm-hmm. There's a great interest in building alliances. There's a great interest in flirting, and the the interest in friendship is, is definitely there with um, with Shubin. Um, but I don't see it. I don't see it so sort of pervading the whole the whole group, and I and I, I think that's something that they're going to have to discover because there's a limit to how much the flirting will will, will get them because it's a popularity contest in the end. It's a contest about friendship.
1: That was one of the most interesting things to me, uh, getting the chance to talk to you, Tim. Is that I mean, especially on your season, there's a lot, and in, in, in the UK, like there's a lot of uh, tension, sort of between uh, tactical behavior, strategic behavior, and sort of like genuine friendships and relationships built uh, that, that that are built. And I do think there's a cultural difference here for sure. Where in the US, we're very used to uh, Big Brother and Survivor, which are strategic games. Um, you know, we've been watching them now for 20 years and alliances and you know backstabbing have been a part of our vocabulary and just regular game mechanics for these kinds of games for 20 years now whereas the UK version of Big Brother was was a public vote right it was not the same sort of thing and UK shows in general tend to be uh, less cutthroat less strategic it seems. Um, And I and I do think that that the cast that we're seeing in the U.S. here is definitely focused in a different way, especially right away. We see Antonio talking about strategy and like thinking like this is my biggest threat and that's why I want to take them out. Um, And we're seeing people like Rebecca and Shuby who seem like they get along pretty well, but they talk about their relationship in terms of an alliance rather than a friendship. Um, And uh, I was very curious uh, to to get your take on, on all that, Tim.
4: But, but 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 although Schubert uses the language of alliance, um, his response when he was an influencer was astonishing. I, it yeah. was so deep and, and and deeply felt, and that's about friendship. Um, I mean, he's his heart is in the right place. I think. Yeah, and I think I, mean, I would expect him to go far.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would say that he's my winner pick right now, just because uh, I think he's just so endearing to everybody. And I Mm -hmm. think uh, to that point, I want to talk about Sammy, because I think that relates to what you were saying, Taryn, where I think Sammy is a good example of how I think I have confidence that that discrepancy between being strategic and being emotionally and socially involved is going to break down as the game progresses. Sammy, for example, I think she is a lot of fun the internet loves sammy we all love sammy she's sassy as hell but i feel like she put a lot of walls up in like very judgily responding to people Mm -hmm. in these first three episodes but when she had that conversation with shuby i felt like i was able to see her in a different light and i felt like she actually for the first time in the show had a genuine connection to somebody and i wonder for a lot of people yeah exactly and i wonder if it's for a lot of these people if it's just that like one conversation you know like maybe it was that was a thing for joey you know with joey miranda was like once you actually realize that the people you're talking to our genuine human beings and not face on a screen. That I think changes the way that you approach the game fundamentally.
4: Yep. Yep. And and it could change the whole dynamic of the game. Um, I, I I think the more people that Shuby has private conversations with, the more this um, th- th- this game is going to transform. Yeah, and, and, and I think he's a he's he's a he's an engine of transformation.
1: Mm -hmm. I I, I agree. And and speaking of Sammy in particular, too, um, I think that she really exemplified something that I was noticing, which is that in this game, the purpose is to rate people. And so therefore, to judge them to some extent. And I think that it encourages you, even on a subconscious level, to start looking at people critically and thinking about, like, why might I dislike this person or why might I like this person? I, it, I, I got a lot of that from Sammy right away when she was, you know, looking at Alana, um, like, oh, she's a model, like, uh, and and similar things with, uh, with Miranda now, where it feels like she's almost looking for things to dislike, mm-hmm. almost because she has to dislike somebody right because she's ranking some people on the low end and so i feel like there's some kind of emotional incentive to do that in some way um, d- am i on to something there tim did you feel any sort of uh, pull in that
4: direction when you were playing uh well, when i was playing I, I i was i was actively trying to resist that um but um but 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 i i, I can see that i can see that happening in this um in this situation the, the, the problem i think that happens if you're if you're trying to work out who do you dislike most is you're suddenly going to find yourself um, spending the next two weeks with people that you dislike most. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, got to find, you've got to find a way of reconciling yourself with the fact that you were, you, you, you were cussing this person uh, to, to blazes yesterday, and now, now, now you're going to have to sort of buddy up to them. Um, and it, it, it creates a certain amount of paranoia. I think the, the way forward is to try and like as many people. And to be like there's this, there's an element of reciprocity. I don't think it's called the circle for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, the circle is about making making connections, and um, those people who are making those connections, and uh, maybe maybe not being too too sort of Antonio-ish and obvious about it, um, are, are those people who are going to survive the longest. Um, and, and 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 I, I think Sammy is showing. I, 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 I think there's a lot in Sammy, and I think Sammy could go a long way as well. Um, Sammy and Chubby, I think, are the two to look out for.
0: I want to start to bring in some uh, questions both uh, that have been sent to us on uh, social media and then also uh, you can ask questions in the uh, YouTube uh, comments we can go ahead and post them on the screen uh, this is a question that uh, why are players so concerned about figuring out who the catfish are this is from Dave isn't it more important to figure out who you can trust and is good for your game regardless if they're real or not Just, do you have any thoughts on why, why is it so important for players to figure out who the, the catfish are even if everybody has it's not like that this is like mafia where once you out the catfish then uh, they're eliminated from the game
2: yeah but i think if someone is catfishing you can you trust them like I feel like those two things are diametrically opposed already. You can't uh, you can't just say I'm going to buy into this person who is pretending to be another person even though I know they're not who they say they are. Like already the trust is fractured. I think I can see why the temptation is there for people to spend all their time wondering who is – try to pull one over on them because I think that's intrinsic to the whole game. Like who is pulling one over on you in a very obvious catfishy way and who's doing it in a gamey way. I don't think those two things can be separated.
0: Tim, what do you think about that? Is, is it the, the number one priority figure out who the catfish people are?
4: No, no. The number one priority in this game is to be popular. And the catfish thing is a sort of secondary issue. When when I was playing it, I, I, I took the catfish thing um, it, it just seemed to me to be natural to work out who was a catfish and who was not, and I was quite quick at it. Um, but there were but one or two people that um, uh, I worked out were catfish, and I didn't want them to be, so I just assumed they weren't. Um, and it's um, uh, and, and I think it, you can get distracted, and again, it causes paranoia if if your if your main priority is to try and identify the catfish catfish because in the end it's not going to change anything uh, unless they come out and sort of confess to being a catfish and even then they wouldn't necessarily be blocked
1: yeah i I think it it might actually go along with a little bit of of what we were talking about earlier when in terms of like looking for a reason to dislike somebody right like Mm -hmm. being a catfish is the most game certified way of being like ah well, they they messed up. Like they, they they are the wrong people, and so we don't have to feel as bad if we block them um, as a, as a way of sort of like protecting yourself yeah. emotionally, because it's it's painful to have to end people's dreams. Um, but if they were lying, if they are not who they said they were, then it's a little bit easier mm-hmm. because uh, there's a layer there protecting you, and so I feel like that may, may be an element of it as well.
3: Yeah, we see it all the time in, in Big Brother US, right? Of like, mm-hmm. well, this person lied. I mean, that's Vanessa Russo's M.O. was like, we, I need a reason. Oh, we, I, I have to get rid of this person because they are clearly lying about this. At this, Especially in these early stages, I can assume you want like reasons that are not going to want to get a lot of blood on your hands when you're an influencer, and I feel like If you're starting a witch hunt against catfish, I mean, I'm trying to figure out as a catfish, like, is the smartest thing to shove the blame off onto other people or just try to downplay catfishes whatsoever? Because, you know, it's one thing to have the concept of the catfish in the conversation, because then the bigger might be pointed at you. At the same time, if people are targeting someone else for a different reason, then that means that, you know, you're not being targeted at the end of the day.
4: I, I, I was going to say one one thing about looking at the so, you know there's been a number of seasons of um, of the circle here and there, uh, and and just looking at them, I can't think of a single person who played a catfish where the catfish was nicer than the actual person who <laughs> uh, who, who, who was in real life, um, and I think that that might be a failing of the um, of the contestants. And um, I, I, I think it might be a, a, wonderful, a, a wonderful thing to say, you know, go off, be, be a better catfish than you are a human being. Um, and that might be interesting. But I, I think there's something inherently difficult about lying for that amount of time. Yeah, you should
1: go and be the catfish that you want to see in the yeah. world.
0: <laughs> Shouldn't that uh, stop me if if uh, this, uh, I had an idea for uh, on the why you should watch the circle podcast we did with uh Kirsten the other day. Uh, stop me if, if this has happened. Shouldn't there be an Adam who comes in and catfishes as Alex? Yes, <laughs> that be, yes. isn't that the move? Isn't that the way to win? The hat? <laughs>
3: Is, is yes. that what, is that what Alana should have done? Should Alana yeah. have like gone yes. in as like a super dorky like Luna Lovegood avatar <laughs> of like I'm quirky
1: and dorky? I love like- her. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I think the move for Alana is to be herself, but but have pictures at first that are more dorky, uh, you know, She's less showing off just how amazingly beautiful she is, mm-hmm. uh, and then slowly introduce the beautiful photos. Um uh, but we we that we have seen before on the circle so, uh, like a very attractive person going in to be like, uh well, I don't want to be judged for being attractive, so I'm gonna go in as somebody less attractive, which is kind of insulting to the person that they're uh cat fishing as um but uh I, you know i guess what are you gonna do
2: it would be really upsetting if someone went into the circle house and they were a gorgeous model type and they're like i'm gonna use jess's photos so we're using yeah. my so photos my as picture. the unattractive yeah that's what I'm <laughs> and I, mean, I mean i feel like whoever mercedes is in real life has probably got some complicated feelings about having her pictures used on the circle mm-hmm.
1: i mean you have to agree to
2: it did, did she did agree to it? Oh yes. Yeah. Could, could you
1: imagine
3: if she didn't and her face is just one big blur the entire time? <laughs> <laughs> I think she might be the catfish. No, there's something off about her. <laughs> there,
2: there it is. I'm gonna catfish as the big blue dot. <laughs>
1: I'm going to catfished as the Twitter egg.
4: Yeah, I did. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, this
0: is a question that we got on Twitter from uh, one of, uh, an account on Zaddy Taren uh, wanted to ask: Do you think that Shuby will ever reveal he ran for California governor? Mike, do we do you know about this?
3: Yeah, I mean, didn't he host that season of Celebrity Apprentice? Right, <laughs> In- of Shuby the
0: <laughs> I hate social media so much. It's a I plague. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Just did you know this? Shuby ran for California no. governor in 2018.
2: I I assume he didn't win because he, he, he was a real Ben been.
0: Wyatt. Yeah, uh, that he was the, <laughs> vying to be the youngest U.S. governor.
1: I mean he got it backwards clearly You, you have to be on reality television first yeah. Then you can run for office That's how well, it works in California And elsewhere
3: In an alternate universe we wouldn't have Mayor Pete We'd have Shoebeet <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: But this is not a joke uh, That that it, it is a, a real story <laughs> Uh, that uh he ran for governor of California and uh, uh, from what i'm seeing in the chat uh they got about 4000 votes
3: That's not so bad he should have done more social media campaigning mhm yeah so. Maybe that's where his campaign went wrong. He's like, "Nope, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna paper the town." And it turns out that that's not the way to run.
0: <laughs> Is that why he hates social media uh, so much, Mike? <laughs> that uh, <I> know <laughs> a lot of politicians have had negative experiences with uh, social media.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's why he's like, you know, uh, have you ever been on social media before? Like, have you gotten to any lascivious situations? Like, nope, no, no, no. That was a time gone by. I'm done with that now. That's my ice town. That's why I stay off of social media. Maybe, maybe, you know, uh, Shuby's an alternate identity to the first person he submitted himself under.
0: (laughs) Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, (laughs) Then, uh, you know, Tim, we have a lot of uh, questions uh, for you. Uh, First first of all, people want to know where where's the cat?
4: Well, they're both in the other room where the electricity is working better. But um, uh, yeah, I've got two cats. Bay One and is Fiji? Bay and Hanum, they're, they're, they're Turkish names. It means uh, means Lord and Lady, and. Um, and, th- and since bay was on the circle he's become more of a lord than you can possibly imagine <laughs> Does his head get really he walks big around the house with his with his tail up and uh, and, and if he doesn't like something he pees <laughs> <laughs> in the shower or in not in the, the shower? shower yeah we got to make sure generally on my bed hmm. um and it's it's sort of it's it's sort of quite penetrative. I mean, it's it's it's, it's, from, it's like a scene from Alien. It just goes straight away through all the various in so um, I don't don't want to be too specific. So Bay would um, definitely pee in the shower. Yeah, you'd prefer he'd oh, in the shower. God, yeah. I, I'm sure I'm sure he would. Yeah, into the drain. Bay, Bay can barely turn the thing off. I mean, it just it, 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 it yeah. <laughs>
1: (laughs) i i I too have a cat tim uh and so i i I need your your advice if i went on the circle should
4: i bring my cat with me was it a good experience um it's a very good experience for you uh it would be a very good experience for your cat but i think uh, if you don't have another cat do you have another cat no just one it would be fine It it would be a great bonding experience my problem is that i have another older cat who's very frail and she believes that she is the Top cat, <laughs> and Bay uh, and can't adjust to this fact again. So, um, and once, once you give a cat a better experience, they don't like to go backwards. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, 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 it's one of the problems with, with cat food at Christmas. Uh, the 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 advert the adverts give you a better cat food and you think oh I'll, I'll make a little present of the cat f- of, of this special cat food for Christmas and you give the cat that cat food and then the cat the cat won't look at anything less than that thereafter and my goodness you, you you're you're then you're, you're then committed to that for the rest of the year. Well,
3: Tim, I, I, I was going to ask, what did you think about? You know, we haven't seen any pets. No babies <laughs> have been brought into the circle. Like, are are these people slacking on bringing in all of these plus ones that they could?
4: <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I, I think it's very, 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 very difficult to to, to, to bring a plus one onto the um, onto, onto the circle. But I, w- what might be interesting and what might be in store would be whether or not we get a plus one human being.
3: Mm. Um,
4: yeah. That 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 would be exciting.
2: Could you both play as one person, like tag well, team?
4: Tech, wouldn't it be exciting if, if, for example, um, uh, Seabun's um, partner came in as Seabun? <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> oh, they, they could do the Big Brother <laughs> twist too. They could. So,
4: so he's playing Rachel, and Rachel is playing him, and they don't know, they don't realize.
3: <laughs> oh my god that's like something out of like i don't know like a liam neeson film you turn onto the circle and you see your own
1: face up there but it's
3: not <laughs> you
2: like hey
3: wait
1: guys i think you. this might be a catfish but i'm not going to explain why
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, it's the ultimate like mutually assured destruction right because like if you are outing seaburn you're then revealing that you are not rebecca <laughs> i like, I think I saw that guy somewhere.
1: Uh, yeah, it's,
3: he's a friend of mine. <laughs> that's I my think. twin
2: sister.
4: <laughs> yeah, the twin. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, it could be Rachel's twin sister, couldn't it?
2: Totally. Yeah. Oh,
1: and uh, to Mike, to, to your point, I think uh, probably the reason we're not seeing any pets or babies is because uh, that's like I think the level of difficulty getting them there is much more because mm. they're flying from the U.S. Yeah. Get them across the pond. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to Stop. deal with pets on a plane? <laughs> no. Nobody. It's into really tricky territory if it's a snake.
4: Yeah, yeah. Why was I thinking of snakes there, Tara? <laughs> <laughs> I snakes. My pet Man, snakes. That's
0: a <laughs> <accent>. um, <laughs> um, Megan wants to know uh, who out of the circle castmates does Tim still keep in touch with?
4: Oh, am I allowed to say this? I, I, I keep in touch with most of them. Um, I, I've, I, I'm due to see. I'm due to see people from the first circle. I'm due to wow. see Freddie. Um, and possibly Alex in the next few days. Um, I'm going to see Woody. Um, I've been talking to Cy. Cy has named a cow after me, a bullock. <laughs> um, and um, and it's going to it's going to be a working bullock, so it's going to have at least two years of life before it goes to become a piece of steak. Um, <laughs> it's called Professor Tim Wilson. It's, um, it's, a proper, it's a proper working version of me. That moves. So I've got to go down and see that. Um, and I keep in touch with Ella. May, may, many many of the contestants, we're, we're, we're quite a close-knit group. And I'm sure the same thing is going to happen with the American group, because it, it's a unique experience. And, uh, and and you've got this very, very small group of people who've actually mm-hmm. had that experience, and you share that.
0: Yeah. Uh, our own Scott St. Pierre said, uh, hot take, uh, eight Player cast is a lot better than 16, 18, or 20. I can remember all the names and know who you're talking about. Mike, you know, we're, we're always talking about, oh, who's the purple person? Uh, you know, uh, there's all these people on the show. We don't even know who they are. Uh, yeah, it is very wild to have only just eight people to keep track of at any given time, sometimes seven. Yeah.
3: I mean, purple is so much not a color that Joey made sure to make his concoction brown, not even purple when he made that rainbow cake. Like, purple does not exist in this. I mean, yeah, it's definitely easier to keep track of, uh, and especially because it's such an interpersonal show. I think when you're dealing with, like, these very specific one-on-one relationships, I think seven or eight people is fine. I mean, we're still going to get a rotating door, though. I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this, it ends up being, what, like, probably 13 or 14 people total that are going to be in this cast overall. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: I, I, I've got two questions that maybe somebody in somebody who's watching will be able to answer. Um, Mercedes has got a hashtag for something like 178 or 175.
0: Uh, it was like remember why you're here. I think it says right, and then there's like a number on that on the on that maybe little it, board. Maybe it's,
2: uh, Area code oh, 718. Yeah. 718, that's, that's that's, that's area seven one eight. Yeah, seven one eight. That's the area code for the Bronx and the outer oh, Bronx. I
4: see, I see, I see. Oh, okay, fine. So that, that that's one. And the other thing is on Sammy's hand. I think she's got some Greek letters. I, I saw a letter omega. Mm. Okay. That's
2: probably her sorority. That's you. Is it? Tattoos of Greek letters?
3: I mean, if there's three of them, then it's most likely that, yeah. All
4: right, and there's something on there's something on on, the, on her index finger, but I couldn't work out what that was. But um, I've been paying a lot of attention.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, All right, let's see uh, if you're paying attention to uh, these clues in the edit uh this is well look at that ben rob i know you love talking about the edit do you think that joey spinning this uh, spilling the salt and calling out the bad luck is bad for his hashtag winner edit uh mike uh should we be reading anything into this
3: I mean, I, I feel like I don't know, it's interesting because the British version of the circle, it wasn't necessarily completely live, but it was pretty much like concurrently happening. This is all completely pre-taped uh, through the winter reveal is all completely pre-taped. It was taped months ago, so they could feasibly string together a narrative. I just wonder, because they're following this British style of storytelling to a T, if they would want to do that you know and i guess would the question be then is joey going to lose because he spilled the salt is that he's defying the salt's odds by winning it i'm surprised he didn't put the salt in the cake to begin with yeah
2: just just, like throw the salt over your shoulder (laughs) that's that's what i've heard but i've also i've seen (laughs) people burn it first i've seen people put salt in the in a cake on (laughs) various baking competition shows and it doesn't end well for them i uh, I just think it was a cake (laughs) I think he's just a stumble bum and I think it was funny. I think that's why we got the salt. I don't think there's a deeper superstitious meaning to it. I think it was just funny.
1: It, it, it wouldn't surprise me in terms of the editing if uh, because they do the UK version, you know, somewhat live that because they have that sort of production uh, setup, that they it wouldn't surprise me if they did something similar in terms of like their uh, their production line. Right. Like so they probably edit it as it's going in the same way that they do when they film the UK version. So
4: I, I wouldn't be surprised if there is no winner, winner's edit at all. Okay, yeah. we'll see. I, I, I think it's beautifully edited, by the way. Yeah, um, I, 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 lo- I love the, con- the when you're having a conversation because I, I didn't, I, I haven't really watched the version of the circle that I'm on, so this is a sort of new experience for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and rooting for people to win, and <laughs> it, it's so easy to watch. It's such comfortable viewing. Yeah.
3: Do you think uh, maybe Joey didn't want to bring in a cat because he he'd bring in a black one and it would walk in front of him. He's, just, he's superstitious of a person. Oh my God, I just got
0: this bad luck. I broke a mirror too. Oh no. Oh, there's a ladder in there
2: now. I stepped on
3: a crack. I broke my mother's back. I love my mother. I can't do this. I'm going to double hell. Super secret hell for Joey. This, this was is
1: just the- like that time I had a naked picture of myself that I sent to people and I don't want anybody to know about it, but I gotta be honest.
4: Oh, I love this. <laughs> his, his, his admissions are, are getting really quite um extreme
3: and <laughs> yeah, no one's prompting him for it he's like um, he'd be like the he would be by far like the worst government agent ever like they just ask him how his day was like yeah here's what is what's going on in the ukraine i know what's happening
4: yeah but a treat in a confessional oh, I absolutely. Mean, uh,
0: yeah yeah i've got a uh a joey clip from the episode Shoot oh come me. on!
3: You're a gentleman. I love you. I'd kiss your
4: lips if I could. You stupid handsome son of a. Bitch.
2: <laughs>
4: D- don't you just love him? He yeah. has zero
2: chill. Like he's at eleven all the time. Yeah, I would think that being anywhere
0: with Joey is exhausting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't want to hang out with
0: coming
4: him coming out with my food anytime soon. I am starving over here. <laughs> I, I did find it extraordinary when he wanted to talk to Al- uh, Alana in the first episode. He probably took off his top. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I guess
3: that's sort of like him like preparing for game mode. Like That's his costume mm-hmm.
1: change. <laughs> uh, but I got to go say, I took the shirt off. The flirting was not as successful as I would have liked. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. And I was wrong. I shouldn't have taken my shirt off.
2: It's part of the seventy-five percent of the time.
1: <laughs> uh, I would, I really would have
3: loved to see though uh, Joey just sneak a little bit of a smooch to Shuby's picture on the TV because he was so close. He was complimenting him. They were really like it's a will they, won't they between the TV screen and Joey that I feel like we're finally going to get that one moment uh, happening
2: soon. Joey and Shuby's picture is the yes, romance exactly. of the season.
1: <laughs> I also loved, I loved the like uh, Joey's reaction to seeing Alana for the first time no way she's real no way don't believe it i wish i'll pray, pray she's real but no way and then when she reveals herself in the message he's like i knew it I, i said all along i knew it from the start what did i tell
3: you clearly she's a doll brought to life by some magic i've seen this
2: before Yep. Kim Cattrall and mannequin
4: he had that wonderful line about um, i uh, uh, i i actually believe something i'm 25% yeah. sure yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm right. Like twenty five percent of the time, this yeah. is definitely one of those times. No, no, I love I love Joey because he's simultaneously those
3: two doors that says one of us always lies and one of us always tells the like truth. He just <laughs> immediately contradicts himself, and it's so much fun to watch. He's an enigma. Yeah, I'm just wondering if
0: Joey is like has it down. This is the right way to go through life. Like I always want. Oh, don't say the wrong thing. Don't say the wrong thing. Be careful. Be careful. No, Joey says w- say whatever pops into your head to anybody. <gasps> And With absolute ends, conviction, it just, it's endearing.
4: <laughs> endearing, yeah. and he becomes more endearing as the series goes on. I, I, I would imagine him being very, very popular. Oh, boy. I agree. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's great on television. I don't think I want to be in a room with him for more than about five minutes. But oh,
4: I would be in a room with, with him. I I I I I, I I I I I think I would have to ask him about um, uh, what is skin care, Actually, I think. Yeah, I,
0: I don't know um, if I would follow his regimen on, uh, on the on on the face <laughs> uh, mask.
4: Yeah, yeah. Do you think you'd have any
0: any tips on beard care? <laughs> I don't know, uh, Mike. Uh, that do we know? Does Joey have an active Social media profile?
3: Oh, that's a good question. Let's check it out because I Are feel you like that's me.
0: I'm on Cameo right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> pay thirty dollars. I take off my shirt. <laughs> pay ten dollars. I, I pay you thirty dollars to take off my shirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: now I go, now I have to look this up. Yeah, now. he's
2: he's on Twitter, but he's not, not super active. active. I feel like that well, would
0: not be his ideal medium, Jess.
2: Well, he he's thanking people for for complimenting him.
4: Yeah, well, I and he's it.
2: retweeting a lot of people, but
4: he um, needs to get on Instagram. I, that, that's I the thing. Go, yeah, Insta.
2: Yeah, he's probably more active on Insta. All right, no, he's on Insta right on now. Uh, he has yeah. eight thousand 8,
3: five hundred eighty-nine followers. Uh, he has uh, it's a lot of circle-based stuff. There is his second picture. Uh, does not look like him. It's a oh, weird, a interesting. It's a headshot of of Joey. Uh, Doesn't he's not and he's not smiling either. But then it's right next to him. Is Antonio? Is he (laughs) smizing? Sort of. He's sort of like he's like frizing. I suppose What's not friday? to be confused
0: frownizing,
3: <laughs> not to be confused with Antonio's method of uh, of cooking. It's also right next to the picture of him, like at wits' end, holding the picture of the bastardized cake in front of him with red frosting up to his elbow. So it looks like this man is so intense in his headshot, and it looks like he murdered somebody in the second picture. So. Yeah, I'm this definitely,
2: interested. this is definitely something I saw on Dexter. It's
4: <laughs> <laughs> his his I can have a code! <laughs> that did look like he was cleaning up a murder scene didn't it yeah
3: I got a dark passenger you wouldn't believe okay (laughs) Dokes? I didn't do it I swear Dokes. you stupid handsome guy I could kiss you
1: (laughs) I don't owe you a Michelin it's not true (laughs)
3: <laughs> all right I, all right i'm all good for antonio? rebooting dexter yeah. with joey as dexter i think we've we settled on it all right all right
0: <laughs> the reboot i, <laughs> I didn't know i needed this. is that part of the breakfast making montage when he oh i spilled the salt <laughs> everywhere
1: <laughs> and he calls up antonio for advice on poached eggs oh my goodness
4: okay or all right stumble. all right
0: uh so uh we are less than two weeks away from the winner reveal of the three week circle event on netflix uh do you want to lock in a, a winner pick here uh with two weeks to go
3: mike who you got oh man you know what For the hell, I was was thinking Shuby, but you know what? I'm going to make a last minute push here. And maybe because he's at the top of my mind just now, I'm going to go with Joey. 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 Let, i i feel like joey made it through the biggest hurdle in those first few days like i feel like if he rubs off the wrong way and there are new people he has people to vouch for him like no joey's a good guy like don't worry about how he initially comes across and i wonder if he's somebody who especially if someone like shuby ends up going uh before the finals he can make a late push to you know uh to victory so i i would not count him out as much of a big character as he is he might rival tony vlacos as the like biggest winning character in reality tv history okay jess who you got
2: Um, I had somebody and now I I feel like Mike is kind of selling me on Joey. That makes a lot of sense. But I think I'm going to go ahead and, and go with Shuby here because I think Shuby has the most interesting arc. And I don't know if we're doing like we've already said we don't think there's a winner's edit. But if anybody has one, it's him. He's the one who's got the most potential for growth and the person that comes in here, the most quote unquote regular guy. And I think he's sort of like the audience the audience stand in here. And I think that's a compelling story that I think people want to get behind.
0: Okay.
1: Taryn, who you got? You know, it's tricky. It's tricky to pick a circle winner because of how the end game works, which is uh, basically one final ranking. Um, and, That's it. There's no jury. Uh, There's no sort of momentum that can help you. You can be the most popular person every single week, but that does not mean that you're going to win the game. Uh, And so the person I'm looking for is the person I think is going to last the longest, meaning they get to the end and then in the end be one of the lesser liked people uh, that people think okay this is a safe person to put at number one because they're not going to win that's yep. the person I think is dangerous uh, and so I feel like I think Mercedes could be in that spot. I think the you know Sammy could be in that spot. Just kind of like just good enough to to stay in for a while, but not really in the top spots as of yet, and probably won't be for a little while because they both have a little bit of an edge to their personality that keeps some people from bonding with them. So uh, they, they those two, uh, I think uh, I'd, I'd watch out for. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go with uh, I. I said Chris
0: in the first episode. Uh, I've seen nothing that makes me uh, question that pick so far, so I'm going to stay with stay with Chris. Mike, he was the first person that got introduced into the show. Uh, I feel like that that's a they they always have like a, put somebody good up front at the top mm. of the
3: show. No, uh, but if he if he walked through the door first, is that a curse in the I circle? Don't, I
0: don't know if this a circle curse yet. Uh, but Chris, I think, has been consistently the person. Who everybody uh, everybody feels close with? I thought that another uh, great thing that Chris did was when he got to add a second photo. He po- posted uh, the 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 photo, which I think all but established like definitely not a catfish. If you were catfishing, you would know, that would not be your second photo of you with. Uh, I, I don't even know the right way to describe uh, what the Chris's second photo, but I thought it was such a good. Uh, uh, second uh second look for him that yeah, would, really. would if he if he was a catfish that that's not what you would do for your second photo uh so I think that nobody's questioning his authenticity uh he's non threatening everybody loves him i'll go with chris and Tim
4: uh, my well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking very much of what Taryn was saying because, uh, it's, that I would, that I would have said as well. And having, having been through it, I know at the, at that last vote, there's a lot of tactical voting going on. And, uh, and, and I think people tend to to put the first, the, 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 their first choice is somebody who they think is not threatening. And that's the person who oddly ends up winning. Um, and um, my thought is that if Rebecca gets through the next few weeks, or gets through the next few episodes, um, and, and, and deals with the possibility that uh, he/she is going to be exposed, I think um, I, I, I think she's a definite contender. Um, I think who should win it is Um but I think because of that tactical voting. I, I, I think it's unlikely it'd be wonderful if he did. Yeah. Um but my, my, my my thought is probably Rebecca. Okay that's a great choice.
0: All right. We'll see uh, how it plays out. All right. It'll be Wednesday uh, or Tuesday at mi- uh, after midnight Pacific time when four new episodes uh, will drop. And then uh, Taryn will have a recaps of episodes uh, five, six, seven. And then we'll be back one week from tonight with another roundtable. But it will be tough to top this one, uh, which uh, was very fun. I've been reading the chat. Everybody seemed uh, to enjoy it. And uh, it seemed like it was very... Uh, very very fun, uh, Tim. Thank you for joining us. This was
4: uh, oh, I, I z- such a nice surprise. Back. I hope you'll have me back again because I this has Absolutely. been an absolute I'll try. I'll try and make sure my my electricity is a little bit more reliable. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, so it was a tip for a minute, whether you were on text or voice, okay. you were you were divine. So yeah. we were happy to have you here. Yes. <laughs> but
0: thank you for staying up late, and I know that uh, so many people appreciated getting to hear from you tonight.
4: Yeah, I, I would do it again and again. It's, it's really wonderful. I think it's a great show. And, you, you know, we, we want we want as many people to watch it as possible, really, I think.
3: OK. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mike, what do you have going on? So, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, Jess can definitely talk about the Star Trek stuff that we are doing on post show recaps. Uh, also, on post show recaps, Josh Wiggler and I are going down the hatch with our episodic Lost Rewatch podcast. We are almost done with season one, but that has been a ton of fun. If you're looking for something else to binge during your Survivor off season between circle episodes, uh, we have plenty of hours of footage waiting for you. And speaking of the circle, I actually should have an interview up, I'll say, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, with tim harcourt who was one of the creators of the british circle who has also been working on the american version also the french and brazilian versions which have also premiered on netflix so i got to talk to him a bit about the origins behind the circle uk what it was like adapting it for the u.s really interesting conversation so check out parade.com for all that and you can always follow me at a mike bloom type to check out the general shenanigans that i'm usually up to okay uh jess how about you
2: uh, well this this Mike Bloom character and I are doing some coverage over on post show recaps. Uh, we are covering Picard and we did a we did an episode uh we actually recorded it yesterday so i 've been very busy this week uh, talking about, kind of giving you a sense of uh, what you should go back and watch in Star Trek The Next Generation if you're getting ready to uh, watch Picard when it premieres in three weeks. And then shortly we will be watching all of the short treks that have dropped on CBS All Access in the the interim and talk about what that means for the upcoming season of Star Trek Discovery. Um, Somewhere down the line, Josh Wiggler and I will be talking Walking Dead and over on Primetimer.com I frequently contribute feature articles and those can be about just about anything and they're a lot of fun just when is the picard premiere um mike when is that january 23rd
0: okay thank you oh it's sneaking up okay Mm -hmm. all right uh and taryn how about you
1: Uh, plenty plenty of stuff for you guys to check out I talked about Star Wars with Brent who's in the chat right now Uh, recently you can check that out on uh, post show recaps I'm also uh, talking about sequester with Brent every Monday Uh, there's going to be some end of the year big brother podcasts coming your way soon Um, you can also find me on twitch twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong I plan on just uh, doing a a series of of streams and you can also find them I'll put them up on YouTube as well find my YouTube channel where I I'm just going to talk about uh, my favorite stuff of the year, TV shows, movies, books, et cetera. So uh, tune in for that. Check that out. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. And, of course, make sure you uh, also find my interview with Freddie Bentley from season one of The Circle uh, for that I did for The Taren Show that you can find as well on uh, wherever you do the podcasts. This is The Taren Show. It's The Taren Show. <laughs> yeah.
0: so, All right. of course uh, you can catch uh, Taryn's updates of the uh, next three episodes of the circle when they drop in our circle podcast feed as well robinswebsite.com slash circle podcast for that I-, I just recorded a three and a half hour interview with the great uh, Nora Salmon. Uh, ah. uh spent the, the entire morning talking with Nora it was wonderful uh, a lot of, a lot of fun there uh, got a couple of uh, survivors 39 interviews coming up and then we're going to get into our season 40 coverage of survivor winners at war uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed for all of that and of course for plenty of chat about the circle in our facebook patron group uh, access to our patron podcast feed and more head on over to rob has com slash patron thank you all for joining us here tonight we'll be back next thursday for another circle roundtable at the end of week two take care everybody have a good one bye